On today's show, we are joined by Dallas Maverick Theo Pinson to discuss his year with the Mavs so far. What does he think about being the best hype man in the league? And what did the Mavs bench say to Rudy Gobert to get under his skin? Plus, what are conversations between Luka and Jason Kidd like? We'll discuss all that and more on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. Hey, hey, Dallas Mavericks are NBA champions. Bang! Bang! It's good! And the Mavericks have won the game! If you don't believe, you shouldn't be here. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, where you can watch the show, see Theo Pinson with us interacting in just a little bit. Joining me will be Isaac Harris, my co-host contributor at Mavs.com, the guest guru, the One More Thinking. Isaac Harris will be joining us, and let's get into our conversation with Theo Pinson. All right, welcome to the show, Dallas Maverick, Theo Pinson. Theo, welcome to your first time on Lockdown Mavs. The season has been incredible. When you joined the Mavs, so you joined on, on a 10-day, you know, with the hardship Mavs, we called them at a certain point because of where it was in the season. Uh, when you joined the Mavs, they were 14 and 15. And since uh-huh. then, they're 28 and 11 with the fourth best record in the league, the second best defense in the league. So my question is, Theo, what did you do? What did you do to this Mavs team? <laughs> Um, I don't even know, man. I mean, it's crazy. The whole situation is just unbelievable. I'm blessed. I mean, really good dudes in the locker room. And I, I, I would take this to my grave. I think team camaraderie outside of the court is so important because when you have people who get along off the court, it makes it so much easier on the court and our, the vibe in the locker room has been great. Um, of course, it's always better when you're winning. Um, and when we do when we do lose, we want to fix it because we don't like that feeling. We're always trying to figure it out, like, what do we do to lose this game and how can we fix it and come back and get back on the winning streak? And I think that's where we built it off of. I mean, I remember um, when I first got to Dallas, I knew I was on a 10 day, but I was still trying to win. You know what I'm saying? I, I had just got there. I was like, listen, let's win. At the end of the day, we would all get rewarded if we win game. So we won that first one that I played in and should have won the second one, but we were pretty darn close. But uh, it, it's, it's been fun ever since. You've played on four NBA teams. You're obviously playing on a national championship North Carolina team. <laughs> And uh, when it comes to speaking, staying on team chemistry there, what Mm -hmm. makes, what makes this team chemistry on this Mavs team so special? Um, I think it's more of guys who just, everybody's just one goal is to win. There's no, there's no egos. There's no, everyone is just having a good time. And I I say this, like I told you, if you're having a good time and you're winning, everyone gets rewarded. And everyone enjoys playing together on the court. And as you see, like, we damn near stand up the whole game. Yeah. Like, yeah, everyone's into it. Everyone's trying to help each other. Everyone's trying to stay involved. Because me personally, I the reason, one of the reasons I do try to stand up and be involved is so, A, I know what's going on. B, 
if my number's called, I'm ready if need be. So I think that helps everyone. And then it helps the people on the court because when you're tired, there's so much stuff that goes through your head. You're just trying to catch your breath and focus at the same time. So if you're standing there and you're just sitting there and you're just watching them, you're not really helping. If you could say something to help with a coverage or something like, all right, ice the ball screen out. Oh, snap. Yeah, I do need to ice. And they get in position. It helps out everyone. So I think it's just been a trickle effect down down the line. It's helped out a lot. But so even that, that even that Knicks game, like y'all, y'all stood up. Like I even I tweeted it out. I'm like, listen, if there's one positive out of this Knicks game to where y'all were down by a lot, and I'm like, yeah. it's it's you, it's Dwight, it's a, a somebody else is standing, Tim. maybe Sterling. Yes, Tim, Tim over yeah. there. It's like y'all are standing up the whole dang game, even though when you're down, you know, by 20. I'm like that. Yeah. That shows at least shows something about how much you guys are invested into each other. For sure, and I think it's it's a tribute. It's a not a tribute, but kudos to coach coach also because mm-hmm. he's uh, established that belief, and we believe it too. Where we always have a chance. We got top five player in the league in Luca. We got. A guy who just joined a team with Spence, who's a monster. People, I don't know what happened in Washington, don't care. We appreciate you giving them to us. Uh, and then uh, we got Jalen, I mean, Dorian, and then we got we got Doe. Like, the list goes on. Maxie, I mean, I, I, I don't want to leave nobody. Josh, everybody. And it's one of those things where, like, we always feel like we have a chance. We always feel like when we get going, Reggie, everybody, when we get going, we're going to have a chance at the end of the game. And we had a chance at New York game. Yeah. Just, we couldn't buy a shot. Like, and it was just one of those nights. And those, that was one of the more mature times where it's like we came into the locker rooms like, listen, when have we ever played? Nobody made a shot. Like, it's not going to happen much. Like, it might happen, but we know now we've been through that. Now, in the future, if we get to that situation, we know, like, okay, we got to dig in deeper on defense. We got to make sure they're not – like, even last night, we weren't scoring a lot early, yeah. but they weren't scoring either. <laughs> so it was like one of those things where, like, okay, now we see if we keep our defense and keep us in the game, when we get going, we're going to be okay. So it's been a really – it's been a fun time. We're just we're learning to win in different ways, and that's the way you got to do it to uh, in the playoffs too. You mentioned Dinwiddie about how you're just glad that he's on the team. Don't care what happened with, with the Wizards and all that. Um, less. <laughs> how is it? How has it been so easy bringing those guys in? Because it seems like at least from day one. I mean, Maxi even in a post game was like, it's just been so seamless to bring those two guys in. Is that more about the chemistry that the Mavs have right now, or do you think that's more about those two guys and you know Dinwiddie and Bertans and how they've been able to fit in so easily? It's a, it's. It's a uh, twofold. I think it's more, it's a lot on them. I mean, IQ level, level of play that they played at with DB and Spence, like those guys, smart IQ guys. And then with the people we have in the locker room, I think that makes it a whole lot easier. Um, we, we didn't skip a beat. I mean, uh, I mean, we, they just got on the team and got a jersey <laughs> pretty much. We're like, go, come on. I mean, it's, it's been a year of, 10 day hardships all year anyway. So it's like, we're just bringing in two other people who, all right, this is our crew now let's roll. So uh, it's just worked out. 
Coming up, what did the Mavs bench say to Rudy Gobert the last time the Mavs played the Jazz? Theo said it got under his skin. We'll talk about that and more coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is the one place that has the latest odds, contests, and props that has you covered for all of your sports betting needs. It remains the best spot for all your sports scores and news this season. Go check it out. They have all kinds of things you know. It's about to get mad. We're going to talk to Theo Pinson a little more about the UNC Tar Heels and his time there, but you know it's about to get mad with March Madness. All kinds of odds and props for these games. You can go check it out. You can go see uh, North Carolina. They are a three-point favorite in the first round game against Marquette. So if you're interested in that game, go check it out on Bet Online. All the other slate of the 68 teams that are there for the tournament, plus the play-in too. They have like, there's so many teams in, involved in this. But head to the website, betonline.net. Head to the website, use your mobile device today. Learn more about the trends and actions. Bet Online, it's where the game starts. Dinwiddie called you the best hype man in, in the league. What... How has that become like your thing over these past few months? Just from for Dallas fans, has there been like a hype man that you've been a that you've seen maybe on on your roster before, whether it's high school or college, that you're like, man, I know the impact that guy had on my team, and I want to be this guy for this Mavs team. Yeah, I mean, I know everybody says hype man all the time. I mean, I can still hoop too, but <laughs> <laughs> wait, so do you not like do you not like that name when people say hype man? I, I personally, I don't like hype man. I'm a teammate. You know did you saying? did it's you like, text Spencer after that? Like, listen, I'm more than a hype man. <laughs> no, nah, I mean it was it was like, one listen, of the I'll few give you nice comments publicly Spencer's ever gave me, so I let it <laughs> let it ride. So uh, nah, that's true. Didn't I, he say you're not you're not <laughs> good enough looking yeah, to be yeah, honest, yeah, in his family? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Whatever that means. I mean, the dude's not he's ugly too. So uh, it's one of the things where it's. Um, I forgot the question. What was the question? About being a hype man. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm just, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm just I'm just direct <laughs> quoting Spencer here, so exactly. don't kill the messenger. Isaac was also degrading your game in exactly. that. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I watched them all four years of Carolina. Listen. That's true. Nah, yeah, I did true. not do that. But you know what's crazy? It's like regardless of if I was the best player, I was still um the loudest. Yeah. Even if I was playing most minutes, I was still out there talking when I'm on the bench. Like I remember my parents got mad at me. Uh, they've gotten mad at me multiple times. It's like, Theo, shut <laughs> up. Save your energy. And I'm like, I don't know how. And then I remember, it's so crazy it, that we're here in New York right now. I remember in Brooklyn, and I don't think I told Coach Williams this story. I remember in Brooklyn, we were playing Duke in uh, Barclays Center, and I was, uh, Joel had like made two shots in a row. Him and Gary Trent were barking. And I was like, I'm like, yeah, Joe. I was so hyped, and I was talking. And when you get taken out, this is Coach Williams' rule. If you ask for a sub and you get taken out, you can go back in whenever you want. I was so hyped. I ran back in the game, still tired. I wasn't I wasn't recovered yet. I was still – I was up talking the whole time. I didn't rest at all, and I went back in the game. So that was one of the times it backfired on me. It's like I should have just sat down and rested before I went back in the game. <laughs> But I was, the adrenaline was running. I was like, let's go. Let's go. I just ran to the table and went in the game. And I was still out there dog tired. And then, thank God, a TV timeout came in. I was, and we were, I got a little rest. But, uh, I mean, like I said, I just come up. I just try to bring the spark, try to bring energy, try to bring. Because every night you're not going to really have it. You know what I'm saying? It's the NBA. It's 82 games. Every night you're not going to have it. Sometimes uh, you hear – 
me, Tim, Sterling yelling like, hey, let's go. Helping you out out there. Mike can give you a little pep in your step. And uh, I just try to do anything I can to help the team. Where do you get that personality from? Is there somebody in like your family that or your mom, dad, whoever it is? And you're like, yeah, that that's my personality. Like you like it's a it's a combination of of passion. But you seem like you have a lot of fun, too. And I feel yeah. like in, in everybody's jobs or even a professional athlete, like you're so dedicated to your craft that maybe is it easy to lose the fun part of it. As weird as that kind of sounds like being, you know, playing a sport, but like, why is that so important to you to have fun and like your personality, how that plays into it? Um, my mom and dad, I mean, it's both of them. My mom is more, of, she's not serious, but she, she can get serious. Like as far as like, she's locked in on the moment. And my dad's like, we're going to be in the moment, but we're going to have fun doing it. Mm. like we're going to have a good time we're going to enjoy it we're not going to just be in the moment and just let it pass by and then look back like maybe we should enjoy that a little bit more like even when I was in college uh the final four I remember we there's like a little uh get together that um it's like a ceremony that all four teams get together and everyone there's like a competitions and stuff like that all three other teams were so serious and they're not really having a good time. They're just trying to have like, they're real locked in. We're all over the place having a blast. <laughs> like we're having a good time. I'm like, and I tell, and I, and I, you can ask coach, like I tell them, I'm like, listen, we have to enjoy it. Cause we don't know when we're going to get here again. Mm, like no. we're going to enjoy this moment right now. So, I mean, our, we're on the bus headed to after the shoot around of a national championship game. We're on the bus dancing, got the music blasting on the on the bus, singing all types of stuff. And the coaches looking back like, do they know they have a national championship game come, <laughs> going on today? So, it was, I mean, I'm always I've always been a guy to like just be in the moment, have a good time and just check. Like, you don't know when your last day is. You don't know when your last breath is. So enjoy every single day every single moment that you're put in, even this podcast, you know what I'm saying? So having yeah. a good time here. So um, that's, that's how I've always been. That, uh, that little group at the end of the bench, you guys are always standing up. Isaac was talking about after, even during that Knicks game, you guys have just been up. Uh, has that, has, are you guys more focused on encouraging your own team or you heckle other players as well? I've seen a couple times this year, whether it's DeLon Wright or, you know, he's standing in the corner and all you guys are around him. Like he was just on the team or yeah. you know, Rudy Gobert. I saw like going back and forth with you guys. Uh, Rudy gave y'all credit post game a lot. Yeah, gave me a big time shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Is that something you guys go into the games thinking about, or are you just, you just talking whoever's like closest to you basically like whoever is uh, going to get in the you know the crosshairs you're just going to be there. hey listen you come to that corner you're getting somebody's getting you. somebody's <laughs> getting your attire better be correct your game better be you better be playing well and it's it's it's, it's, it's hectic over there uh, wait the attire you know, thing we, so wait when somebody comes up and they're like wearing like a sleeve you don't like or something you guys will heckle them no nah, it, it like if you coming over there looking like a 2k default player like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what y'all said to rudy wasn't it <laughs> no no that ain't what we said what'd y'all say to rudy we didn't say nothing crazy we was just i mean he did a hook shot and it hit jerry west on the backboard and we was just like <laughs> rudy what was that 
I, I promise you, we didn't say anything crazy to that man. Nothing. I think it got in his head that we were like, what was that? Yeah. And I think we had him for the rest of the game. Like, that was, he was <laughs> it's done. It was over then. I, it was over then. I mean, we was like, bro, you hit Jerry West. Like, what'd he do to you? <laughs> like, and Jerry West is at the corner of the backboard, bottom yeah, corner. Right, right. So, it was, like, was like, okay. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's go back to the team. So uh, last year, this team, this Mavericks team is like largely the same group of guys, like the same core group of guys, and they were 22nd in the NBA in defense. Now you guys are all the way up to six this year when you, with you on the team. Uh, mm-hmm. What has changed, do you think? What have you heard from guys last year to this year, the difference in the scheme, difference you know, between Carlisle and kids, just their strategy, but what have you seen that's different? Because this team is defending in a way, I, I mean, I didn't expect them to be able to defend like this. Yeah, uh, attention to detail. Uh, great game plans from the coaches. Uh, Jared Dudley, amazing job. I mean, all of them. Um, St. G. I mean, uh, the, every every single one of them done a great job, coach. Um, so they implement just paying attention, paying attention to detail, reminding each other of uh, what coverage we're in every time out. So when we go back out there, I mean, coach, you're going to mess up a couple of times. I mean, it's, you're human, but I think, like I said, it's attention to detail. Uh, Dwight, Maxi on our back line, those dudes, they don't get enough credit. They, they do not get enough credit. Like they're hedging on ball screens in coverage, affecting people at the rim, running the floor, setting great screens. Like those dudes are really working. Like, and Doe, Reggie. Luca out there defending, cutting people off. So I think it's like a trip. It's like it's a it's a trickle effect from everybody just believing in the scout, believing in our coaches, and believing that when we defend, we have a really good chance. When you talk about the details on defense, what is is that individual player specific? Like this guy's a shooter, this guy's not. There was a play in the Celtics game where. Marcus Smart had the ball at the top of the key. He started driving in the lane, and Maxi actually like dropped off of him and like left him at the free throw line. He's a guard; like he just left him yeah. there. Is it things like that where let that guy shoot or exactly, know. exactly? And it's attention to detail that our coaches are doing an amazing job with. Honestly, like we would want, and no disrespect to Marcus, but we want him to make a play at the rim over verticality. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, Robert Williams leads the league in lobs. So you don't want to step up, give him an easy read for a lob to get a dunk. Of course, we gave it up a couple times, but it was a crucial point of the game where, all right, we we would rather him take a tough floater than a lob dunk to Rob, which he's going to make 95% of the time. So like I said, it's attention to detail and everybody just locking in and it's been working out. Coming up. What are Luca and Jason Kidd's conversations like? Have you ever asked yourself that question? Theo Pinson gets to be privy to all of them. We'll ask him coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Rock Auto. With ever-increasing number of makes and models of cars, it's impossible for one store to have everything that you need for your car. You listening right now have a different car than a different person listening right now. Have you ever thought that there's like a ton of people listening to a podcast at the same time? Everybody has different lives. Everybody has different things going on. If you think about it too hard, it may hurt your brain. And that's why Rock Auto makes it easier and makes it easier on your brain to not have to think about all those things. They have all those parts available for you. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. You could spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same exact part. Why would you want to do that? Don't waste your time. Don't waste your money. 
Go to Rock Auto. Their prices are reliably low for every customer, and they have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? They know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. You're talking about the coaches, kids specifically. You've had, you know, obviously coaches in high school and college, G League, NBA, multiple coaches in NBA. How is how is kid different than other coaches? And is even like your perspective of him, is there something even different now being on his team that maybe you heard about him before as, as other players or good or bad, however it is now that you're yeah. playing under him? It's so crazy because you don't really think like Jason Kidd is our coach. I know I can't <laughs> refer to him as our Jason, but like when I was younger, we were like, you talk about dimes, he threw dimes. Like, he exploited defenses. And it's unbelievable just to – he sees things before we see them. Mm. And because he's, he, was that, he's, he was that good. So, every when he talks, you're just, like, trying to soak in all the information because what he's telling you, he's like – Oh, there you go. You see it? <laughs> now now you see where I'm coming from, where, when it happens. And then he also gives you the freedom. He's like, listen, whatever I draw up, the first action is live. Like, I can draw up a play, but I still want you to be a player. Like, that's why you're here. You're still here to be a player and make plays. I, I just put you in a spot to start off in. But I still want you to be a basketball player. I think he does a great job of giving us that freedom. And and it's also development also, like developing us to make the right plays and see what's out there on the floor. How is that How is that different? The You know, talking about you go into a play, it's live. How is that different from other coaches you've you've had in the past or just, you know, other coaches you've heard I mean, of in the league where they're like, sure. stick, you might, stick to my play or they, you know. I think it's more of like uh, you can't, he gives you the freedom of making a play um, early. Like he'll tell you, now, listen, I'm telling I'm this is the play, but if this is here, make that play. Because even if you, like, if you turn down a, if you go off a curl and the curl's wide open and you can go to the basket, but you're still trying to run the play, he'd get more pissed that you didn't go curl to the basket and make a play than you just running the play that he just drew up. Now, there's certain coaches, you break off the play, they're like, all right, that's not what I wanted, but whatever. You know what, what I'm saying? Coach would so, do that. Exactly. <laughs> so it's it's uh it's it's cool. It really is. When he and Luca have conversations, because Luca sees the game like that too, right? Would you agree? Yeah, Luca, for sure. It, he's for sure. got like, I mean, like Jedi powers where he sees stuff yeah. before like they happen. When he and, and kid have conversations like that, you ever like listen in and and it's it goes like way above what you would expect a basketball conversation, or is it just um, like what do you hear when you hear those guys talk together? It's kind of crazy because it's like their their conversations are they have a really good relationship where it's like coach would be trying to draw something up, and then Luke is like, "Hey, listen, I see this right here. Let me get here instead of there," and then coach would be like, "All right." <laughs> If you see it, and then it end up working because you 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 have so much respect for Luca because he see 
it, it helps that Coach Kidd played at the highest level because he's he knows when he played, he saw certain things where it's like, I see this on the floor, maybe the coach doesn't see. But there's sometimes coach sees that Luca might not see at the at the time. So that dialogue is always good and uh cool to have. You're a teammate of Luca now. Just just how good is he? As, now you're seeing him every day. You're seeing him in practice and all this stuff. Yeah. Are you like, hey, you're as good as advertised. Now I'm seeing you every night. Or yeah. any any funny oh. Luca story? Uh, I mean, I remember the first time I've never played against him, but we had like we was playing a pickup, not pickup, but like we was playing a we had a little bump session where we had the guys who don't play that much play um during practice he played he always want to play basketball he'd rather play <laughs> basketball than work out and <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah he just want he just want to hoop all he want to do is hoop so he's like he's on the other team and i'm yelling i know the scout i know the left step back is coming yeah he does the left step back <laughs> i jump fly over he does a one leg shot going forward and cashes it and he starts giggling at me i never wanted to throw the ball at somebody more harder than that dude right there <laughs> i was so pissed he did that like, against oh. memphis this year in a game like in a game for a game i was i was like are you serious bro <laughs> like and then for for game he comes down court and he has two people running at work we're trapping him in a pickup game. So we already know like, Hey, you're going to have to get the ball up. We run two people at him. He's like laughing, running to the corner, <laughs> step back, fade away over two people cash. It just starts giggling. It points at me. And I'm like, he's the face of the league. <laughs> I'm like, this dude, it, like it's too easy. Like he can literally score all three passes. Mm. all three so easily it's like oh my gosh and i look and that, this is the best part for a person like me to have a guy that can go out there and cook you i can talk so much junk to you because he's he is torching y'all and like passing shooting rebounding everything so it's like it gives me a lot of leeway to talk a lot of junk so it, <laughs> i appreciate that Luca. yeah right I appreciate that. All right. Last segment of this. We're going to do a uh, fill in the blank. It's called the final four fill in the blank for you. Okay. So uh, first one, Duke basketball is blank. <laughs> Dookie. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm just playing. Just uh, baiting. Hey, just baiting. Nah, nah Respectable. Respect. Hey, they've, you know, they've done so well as of late and they, they honored coach K, you know, perfect, perfect. Hey, listen, the, the, they, they, it was amazing. That's all I can say. <laughs> it was simply amazing. Why schedule less on his last game? I have oh. no idea. Does it make sense? Make it make sense. They should have scheduled it, NC state or something. <laughs> if you want an easy win, schedule state. <laughs> like South NC State Christian, like <laughs> no, no, no. Schedule NC State. <laughs> Just I don't that. like. I hate State more than I hate Duke. Let's go and put that out there. 
All right, next one. When Chris Jenkins' shot went in, uh-huh. you, your first thought was what? What the hell? Yeah, I was say, you can you can curse <laughs> if you'd like to. We'll, we'll bleep it. What the hell just happened? Oh, and I, for, and then I said, "What the hell?" And then I was like, "Was there enough time on the clock? Like, did he get it off? Yeah, like did he get the shot off?" But we didn't have time to review because the damn confetti was all over the damn court by by the time the yeah, shot man. went in. I don't even think the shot went in yet. Confetti was on the court. <laughs> Has uh, JB uh, giving you crap about that? All the time. We just played <laughs> Houston, and we drove by the. Uh, Stadium. No. We play. I've been on the team with. Uh, we played in Houston twice. We drove by the stadium twice. The first time I wasn't on the bus with him, he FaceTimes me, <laughs> and I'm like, "What?" And he's like, "You see that stadium over there? You like that stadium?" <laughs> I just gave him a middle finger, and then, <laughs> and then the next thing, uh, next time, the other day, we're driving. He's like, "Hey, Theo, you see that stadium over there?" I'm like, "How do you like it?" I said, "I hate it." I don't like it at all, <laughs> but it's okay. I won one. We won one the next year. It's all good. It's all good. Bronson's giving crap to everybody on the team, right? Luca, everybody he, all, for Eagle stuff. Like all the, is he, is he talking the most junk on the team in, inside the team? Not necessarily to other people. Cause we know it's uh, <laughs> everybody else. It's probably between me and him. It's probably mm-hmm. between me and him. We talk a lot of junk because we are the only people that have natties. Like we talk to Trey and uh, Tim all the time. Hey, listen, buddy. Dang. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I've, I've, hey, I've been in second before, but I've also been in first. Do, do they try to claim it since Louisville technically lost it? Do they like, hey, no, nah, we they haven't, I, they haven't technically claimed it yet. Okay. I need to ask them that. They're like, do y'all claim that chip? Trey wouldn't do it. Trey yeah. wouldn't claim it. I don't know if Tim would either, though. Mm. <laughs> I don't think they would claim that. <laughs> All right. Another one. Post basketball, Theo Pinson is blank. Coaching or commentating? One of the two. Probably okay. coaching. Probably you, coaching. Seem, you seem like you'd be a perfect coach, man. Yeah, probably a coach. I just, the only problem I would have, like, it's so different in football than in basketball. Like, coaches can't talk junk to players. Uh, so, like, Dudley you know? doesn't say anything to other players. He can't. No. No one says anything to other players. Can I change that narrative? Maybe. It's like an unwritten rule, or it's like a. It's I don't know. A- I don't even know if it's a rule. Like, I don't. I don't know. But that would be a problem for me because I like it's a mental game. Like I don't say anything disrespectful. I don't. Yeah. I just talk about like Grant Williams had some orange shoes on yesterday. I was on his head. <laughs> I'm like Grant, your uniforms are green. <laughs> You look ridiculous out here. You're getting targeted. I told him, I said, you're getting targeted every play because you have those orange shoes on. You won't play well tonight because of those shoes. And what did he do? I don't even know if he scored yesterday. <laughs> Efforting. <laughs> it's a little stuff. I don't know if I would want to mess with Grant Williams. That dude is huge. Yeah. Uh, he's a big dude. I was say Luca. Luca doesn't really match too often either, but with his shoes, yeah, it's all good. Yeah, but Luca gets forty and fifty. You can do whatever you want. You do it. Grant Williams went one of six yesterday with two points. So he scored. Uh, Yeah, he had one one bucket. 
two Missed all four of his threes, though, and we're going to credit the bench for that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> in, the, in that corner over there. It, it, he didn't come to that corner. <laughs> he didn't come to the corner at all. He was at the free throw line. That's when I told him. All right. Last one for us in the fill in the blank. All right. Your favorite or weirdest or funniest Boban story so far since being on the team is? Uh, me and Bobby were in the, uh, we were in the cold tub. No, we were in the cold tub, hot tub. We were in the, and he walks in, he's talking. I'm like, what's up, Bobby? Somehow his phone's already, well, of course, his phone's already paired to the, um, the to the thing. speaker. Yeah. Starts blasting Taylor Swift or something like that. And I'm just like, what the hell is going on right now? And singing it word for word. I'm like, Bo, are you serious right now? What was song like, was I, it? I can't remember. I, I, I don't know many Taylor Swift songs. Okay. I don't know. I don't I, either. And I don't even, in my, and, it, and the music got worse. Like, Ooh. we start going Taylor Swift. Might have been a little Rihanna. Like, Rihanna's not bad, but, like, we're two men in a cold tub and hot tub. Let's go ahead. <laughs> like, bro, what are we doing right now, Bobby? No one else in the room? Like, just you? <laughs> just me and Bobby after the game. And I'm just like, what? what is going on? I mean, you got this 7-8 dude coming in the cold tub, hot tub, coming in his – and the water's up to his knees. Yeah. yeah. So he, he has to literally sit down in the cold. I'm just like, this dude, bro, biggest human being I ever. Oh my God, he's huge. Amazing. If you, you catch it during the, like before the game and, and after the game, we like dap up and I give him a hug and I like hug him around his shoulders. <laughs> he's huge, bro. I remember give the it. first time I shook his hand. Uh, yeah. I was just like, where where did my hand go? Like, where yeah. <laughs> huge. Insane. Theo Penson, thank you so much for the time. Appreciate you. Uh continue the, the good work you've been doing with the Mavs because they've <laughs> been incredible since you've joined since you joined the team. Appreciate it. I appreciate and it. Thank you me. are more than a hype man. More yes. than a hype man. Yeah. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. We will spread the word. <laughs>